Hello, and welcome to the Yale Forum on Religion and Ecology podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Sam Mickey, and this is the last episode in July 2022, in case you're watching in a future year. And so I figured this would be a good time to go ahead and call it the end of season two. So this is our second year uh, doing the podcast, and I figured uh, now's a good time to go ahead and, and put a pause on things, take just a few weeks off, and I'll be back with some more episodes for you uh, in the end of August. And for now, I figured this would be a good opportunity to uh, just give a sort of review of what we've done in these uh, two years. So it's really been quite a bit uh, releasing content every week. Uh, this will be the first time that I'm taking a few weeks off with no new content, um, just to retool some things, you know, maybe take a class on more podcast kind of things and uh, desktop publishing, graphic design. You know, there's a lot, lot to do to, to polish this and make it better uh, for all of you in the future. Uh, so what have we done so far? This uh, episode will be our 97th episode. So in uh, season one, we had uh, about 53 episodes. And season two, the current season, uh, will end with this one, which is the 44th episode. So 97 altogether. I know you might be thinking, why not go to 100 so that season two can end on the 100th episode? Wouldn't that be kind of special? And maybe, but 97 is a prime number. So that's kind of special in its own way. We don't just have to wait for the decade to roll over. I know, you know, the centennial is very special, um, but uh, we don't don't have to wait for that this time. So 97 episodes. The majority of those are full interviews. Uh, and then some of them are just short clips from our interviews or kind of remixes where I'll put uh, a few different clips together from different interviews to give you a sense of a certain topic that different guests addressed. Uh, but overall, I think almost uh, 70 of our episodes were uh, were full interview episodes. And in terms of that, I think we've done a pretty good job overall of representing the diversity of the field of religion and ecology. And diversity in a variety of ways, right? There's, a, there's so many lines of, of uh, diversity and difference in humans in general, uh, not to mention biodiversity. Uh, our only guests have been humans. There have been a couple animals that have made kind of guest appearances, but not really too much. So it's been humans, but I'm happy to say that it's been about half and half of men and women uh, that we've interviewed. So um, I'm, you know, a white man, so I try to be mindful to not only include other white men to be on the podcast together. And there's so much diversity in the field of religion ecology and in other related fields, environmental humanities and things like that. Uh, so we've done a decent job of representing that. And of course, religious diversity is a really big part of a, uh, of a podcast like this and a big part of the forum on religion and ecology. So we've had people from a lot of different religious perspectives coming in to represent those religions. Um, you know, Abrahamic religions, Judaism, Christianity, Islam have all been represented. South Asian traditions, you know, Hinduism and Jainism, uh, East Asian traditions as well. And uh, indigenous traditions have been represented and more uh, like new age spirituality has even gotten a shout out a few times, including the problems and promises that spirituality holds for ecological thought and practice. And uh, also more broadly, we've had things outside of religion ecology, but related to it. So some people working in environmental education, 
the environmental humanities, um, ecological perspectives on art. So those have all been in the mix. What else in terms of diversity? We've also had a pretty good diversity of uh, the positions of people within or outside of the academy. So we've had some scholars within the academy. We've also had some activists who are doing stuff outside of or, or kind of with one foot in the academic world, one foot out. Um, we've, in terms of academic people also, it's been the whole range of possibilities. We've had students, we've had professors. In terms of professors, we have tenured professors who are, you know, pillars in the field. And then we also have adjuncts and, you know, people who are more uh, new to the field or what we call, I guess, early career scholars. And I myself am an adjunct. And so we, you know, done a pretty good job to my mind of representing what you could really call kind of the class diversity issue, you know, from students who maybe aren't making too much money to tenured profs who are doing just great and adjuncts stuck somewhere in the middle, maybe. So um, we've done, you know, listening to all of these different voices, that's been a big part of the whole point of the podcast, right, is to try and get a sense of all of the different voices that are out there. And for each episode, putting the spotlight on that different perspective. So I think it's been pretty successful in its own way. Could we be more successful? Yes, probably. And that's definitely going to be an intention for the future, reaching out to more people uh, from greater diversity of perspectives. You know, ideally, we have a, almost 8 billion people on the planet. If I could have time with each one of them, that'd be good. That's probably not going to happen. That's too many people. And I don't speak enough languages to facilitate those kind of interviews. Uh, but that is the plan for the future more generally is to reach out to as many people from as many walks of life, from as many different religious traditions or from secular perspectives, but really just trying to think with and talk with people who are concerned about ecology, environmental issues, nature, and especially the way those, those things intersect with religions. So that's the plan for the future. Another plan for the future, more repeat guests. So in the around 70 uh, people or so that I've interviewed for this, uh, for a pretty good number of them, by the end of the interview, I think to myself, I got to have you back on. I often express that sentiment explicitly, got to have you back on. And uh, so I have, you know, have a list of people that I'll, I'll be inviting back. Some of the people that we've had, you know, two years ago, one year ago, six months ago, uh, they have more to say. Generally, when I stop an interview, it's not because... Uh, people don't have anything else to say. It's because we're reaching close to an hour. And I try to be mindful of people's time and especially of your time. Anybody who's watching this or listening to it, uh, I think something around an hour is a relatively digestible piece. Try not to make two hour, three hour episodes. You know, some people like that too. There's, you know, podcast taste. There's no accounting for it. Uh, so we'll definitely be hearing from some people coming back. So if there's any interviews you've seen or heard that you really liked hearing from that person, you might hear from him again in the future. And on that note, if there's somebody that you'd like me to reach out to, feel free to reach out to me and talk to me about it. I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. You know, just search for me online. You'll find my email address. It's, you know, it's very easy. So I'm teaching at the University of San Francisco. Look at my faculty page. Go ahead and email me and say, hey, this episode, I like that person. Bring them back sometime. Or alternatively, you might be in a position where you yourself would like to be on the show. Maybe you're a scholar, an activist, 
a religious practitioner, and you'd like to share some of your work or your thinking along these issues. Uh, so again, feel free to reach out. I'm a friendly person, easy, easy to get a hold of, easy to get along with. And so we'll work something out. Um, I, uh, I'm happy to, to schedule something with anybody. And for the most part, scheduling is not too difficult. Uh, I'm relatively flexible. I'm on Pacific time here in California. So sometimes time zones can be a little weird, but you know, I've had interviews with people in India or in Berlin, uh, in uh, a variety of spots in Europe. So anything within, you know, 12 hours or so isn't, isn't too complicated to adjust for time zones. Uh, so always happy to, to be flexible, to try and uh, talk to more people. So I don't have a whole lot more for you. Uh, just wanted to kind of announce a little break for those of you who eagerly await new content every week. Uh, there'll just be a few weeks off and, uh, and to give a sense of what we've accomplished because uh, I don't know if I had a whole lot of an idea of what this podcast would look like uh, two years ago when we started it. And uh, I'm happy to see the way it's been developing and excited for the future. So I'll leave it there. Uh, nothing particularly revelatory today, uh, but I figured I'd share a poem just to add something uh, to this, uh, this end of our second season. So it's a very short poem. Uh, it's The Peace of Wild Things by Wendell Berry. Wendell Berry, right? The great poet, philosopher, farmer, philosopher-farmer. I'm not sure if that's a, a category, but if, if it is, he's definitely a good example of it. So uh, here it is, The Peace of Wild Things. When despair for the world grows in me, and I wake in the night at the least sound, in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water and I feel above me the day blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and am free. It's the Peace of Wild Things by Wendell Berry. So I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoyed this little uh, overview of, of what the podcast has been about for the last couple of years, and, uh, and hope you're enjoying these episodes. Again, any feedback is welcome. I mean, within, within reason, I should say. And, uh, and feel free to be in touch. Feel free to reach out. And I uh, hope everybody's uh, staying as happy and healthy as possible in these increasingly strange times. So I'll leave it there for now. And I'll be back in a few weeks with some more episodes for you. So in the meantime, as I always like to sign off, uh, take care and be well.